Welcome to this edition of News Hero for October 19th, 2019. Thank you for joining us. This week, the ACLU filed a lawsuit for separated immigrant families. The federal suit filed Thursday seeks what could be millions of dollars in damages on behalf of thousands of immigrant families separated from their children at the U.S.-Mexico border. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill last week that bans for-profit prisons and immigrant detention facilities from operating in California. Two researchers from MIT and a third from Harvard University won the 2019 Nobel Prize in Economics on Monday for groundbreaking research in the fight to reduce global poverty. 46-year-old Esther Duflo is the youngest person ever to win the prize and only the second woman. Investigators tracked a Bitcoin trail of cryptocurrency transactions that led to the takedown of a massive child pornography site on the dark web. Hundreds of scientists declared support for Extinction Rebellion, saying the need for governments to act on man-made climate change is too urgent to keep quiet. After imposing a total communications blackout two months ago, India has partially restored mobile phone connections to roughly 8 million people in the Kashmir Valley. When a Florida man learned that more than 400 students in his area couldn't afford school lunches, Andrew Levy paid off the lunch debt for all nine schools. Quote, children shouldn't learn hungry, he said. Two NASA astronauts underwent the first all-female spacewalk on Friday. Christina Cook and Jessica Meir stepped outside the International Space Station to replace a faulty device. Democrat Elijah Cummings, veteran Baltimore congressman, civil rights icon, and key figure in the Trump impeachment inquiry, has died at the age of 68 following a long period of ill health. China will take countermeasures against the U.S. in response to the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act, a bill passed by the House of Representatives on Tuesday that shows support for Hong Kong following four months of protests in the city. The bill addresses whether recent political developments in Hong Kong require the U.S. to change its special trading status. Exports from mainland China traveling through Hong Kong can potentially evade U.S. export controls and sanctions. Also, amid the ongoing trade war, the U.S. and China announced the first phase of a trade deal that would see Beijing raise its agricultural purchases to as much as $50 billion. With battle lines quickly shifting, aid groups in northeastern Syria struggle to reach the more than 160,000 fleeing the fighting. The withdrawal of American troops from northern Syria has allowed Turkey and Russia to move in and displace Kurdish allies. Sonia Kush, the Syria response director at Save the Children, said the camp in which it was operating is, quote, nearly empty, while the majority of the aid group's local staff have themselves been displaced. Quote, we have to leave as the battle lines change, Kush said. While many charities have announced plans to evacuate, others remain in Syria helping in displacement camps. Though most of the displacement has been within northern Syria, many refugees have crossed into Iraq. According to the Norwegian Refugee Council, 1,006 people have arrived in Iraq since hostilities began October 9th. Quote, We expect more and more in the coming days, spokesman Tom Pyercosta said. Winter is coming, and with harsh conditions in Syria, displaced people will be more and more likely pushed to migrate towards Iraq, where they can seek shelter. End quote. Vice President Mike Pence and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo announced on Thursday terms of a ceasefire agreement aimed at ending the violence between Turkey and Kurdish forces. The announcement came following a meeting with Turkish President Erdogan via Twitter President Trump held Thursday as, quote, a great day for civilization. Friday morning, however, journalists from the Associated Press reported continued fighting. Shelling and visible smoke were reported in the Syrian town of Ras al-Yan, while calm appeared to remain elsewhere. It's been said that Turkey may see the ceasefire agreement as merely a pause. Amidst the talks, officials have reportedly warned that an estimated 50 U.S. nuclear bombs are effectively being held hostage in Turkey. 
There are worries that removing the bombs might trigger an end to relations between the NATO allies, while leaving them would put the weapons at risk. As more witnesses are deposed and new information is revealed regarding Donald Trump and dealings with Ukraine, Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Democratic leaders will hold off on a full House vote authorizing an impeachment inquiry. The decision could, however, be, quote, reassessed at some point, Democratic leadership sources warn. Acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney said the Trump administration indeed pressured Ukraine to investigate political rivals, withholding hundreds of millions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine. This is key to the Democrats' argument for impeachment, while Republicans have long denied it. Mulvaney later claimed he'd not admit the quid pro quo maneuver. Meanwhile, U.S. Ambassador to the EU Gordon Sondland testified before House investigators Thursday. During his nearly nine-hour testimony, Sondland said Trump's personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani was pushing Ukraine to probe political rivals. Quote, Mr. Giuliani emphasized that the president wanted a public statement from President Zelensky committing Ukraine to look into anti-corruption issues, Sondland said. Before being fired last month by Donald Trump, then-National Security Advisor John Bolton expressed concern over Giuliani, calling him a, quote, hand grenade on Ukraine. Giuliani and Vice President Mike Pence have said they will not cooperate with the House of Representatives impeachment inquiry. Energy Secretary Rick Perry, who had recently been ordered to produce any documents pertaining to Ukraine and the impeachment inquiry, will be leaving his position at the end of the year. The news came Thursday night following Trump's announcement at a campaign rally. Perry, quote, couldn't have done a better job, Trump said at the Texas rally, and he's going to be leaving at the end of the year and probably coming back here, end quote. In northern Nigeria, 67 men and boys were freed by police from an Islamic school said to have been keeping the students, quote, shackled with chains and enduring, quote, various inhumane and degrading treatments. The students ranged in ages 7 to 40. This is the second time in weeks authorities have conducted such a raid, with more than 300 male students rescued last month from a school in a neighboring state. Nigeria's President Buhari has vowed to put an end to the abusive institutions. A spokesperson said, quote, Mr. President has directed the police to disband all such centers and all the inmates being handed over to their parents, end quote. Claiming the school used teaching as a cover for the mistreatment, student Lawal Ahmed told Reuters, quote, beating, abusing, and punishment. This is what they always did to us here, end quote. Parents often enroll their children in these types of boarding schools in an attempt to curb unruly behavior. Police said the owner of the facility and two teachers were arrested. Many of the 67 inmates were taken to a hospital for treatment. The United States reportedly hit Iran with a secret cyber operation following the September 14th attacks on Saudi Arabia's oil facilities. Two U.S. officials told Reuters the operation was carried out in late September and aimed to cut Tehran's ability to spread, quote, propaganda. The strike reportedly targeted physical hardware, but no further details were given. When asked about the cyber reports, Iran's Minister of Communications and Information Technology, Mohammad Javad Azari Jaromi, said, quote, they must have dreamt it. The U.S., Saudi Arabia, Britain, France, and Germany have blamed Iran for the September 14th strike, which denied any involvement. The Houthi militant group in Yemen claimed responsibility. The Pentagon declined to comment about the cyber attack. Quote, as a matter of policy and for operational security, we do not discuss cyberspace operations, intelligence, or planning, said Pentagon spokeswoman Alyssa Smith. The EU and Britain agreed on a Brexit deal Thursday, though Prime Minister Boris Johnson must now face British Parliament in a struggle to garner enough votes for his plan following three turbulent years of debate. Speaking at a news conference in Brussels, Johnson told reporters the agreement, quote, represents a very good deal for both the EU and UK, end quote, and that he hoped lawmakers would, quote, come together to get Brexit done to get this excellent deal over the line, end quote. 
Shortly after the announcement in Brussels, Johnson's Northern Irish allies said they would not vote for the deal when it is put to the House of Commons on Saturday. Under the terms of the agreement, Northern Ireland would remain legally part of the UK customs territory, but would stay closely aligned with European rules and regulations involving customs checks between Britain and Northern Ireland. Worries of a return to violence in Northern Ireland have been a major hurdle for EU and UK officials trying to reach a deal. More than 3,500 people have been killed in Northern Ireland over the past three decades, and many lawmakers say they won't vote for the deal over the Irish border issue. Securing and monitoring the Irish border in an effort to thwart fraud and smuggling could exacerbate tensions between those who want Northern Ireland to remain part of the UK and those who want it to be reunited with the Republic of Ireland. That's all for the News Hero Weekend Update. Thanks for listening. I'm Danielle Smith, and remember, every story has a hero.